Welcome to My Dark Hour with Morgan and Carrie. And what episode is this? Do we even I know? I have not the faintest idea. Who even knows? We don't even, um, like, we. I feel like we do not take it seriously enough to now know exactly how no. many episodes we have. No clue. It's okay. Whatever episode this is, we have got a doozy for you. We're going current events here, guys. Oh my God. And we're going to talk about their oh. Surfside condominium collapse. Oh my God, the most horrifying of current events. <laughs> There's a lot to choose from. Um, now, disclaimer. <sighs> um, I, don't, I don't think we have a lot of facts at our disposal here. We this have- is... <laughs> We've, I have maybe one fact. That's it. I don't even know what day it happened I don't know anymore. what day it happened. Um, How are we going to talk about this? Well, I think we have a lot of feelings about it. And a mm. lot of um, opinions and things that we found particularly horrifying that we can talk about. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, when did it happen? Oh, my okay. God. All right. I'm gonna. This is my guess. June 24th. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I'm right. <laughs> okay. We're, we're, we're Googling live because we mm-hmm. actually don't know. Am I right? <gasps> you are so close. Okay. You are two, actually an hour and a half away. June 23rd at 1025. Wait, what? PM. No, it happened in the morning. That's what it says. Look. It happened at like 1.30 in the morning. Oh my God, no. What the fuck? Oh. <gasps> It's because it was 1025 here. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Okay, you're right. June 24th at 125 a.m. Okay, thank goodness. I was oh like, my no, God. there's no way is it Wow, that's crazy that they change it for our time zone. Yeah, that is weird. That's kind of spooky. So for us, it was June 23rd at 1025. But for the people, Whoa. it actually happened, happened to. It was Ugh. at 130 in the morning. Those poor people. So, yeah, this was, this was recent. And this was one of those news events that gave me... The heebie-jeebies immediately and created a very intense interest in reading every single thing that was written about this. Yeah, I remember Carrie, like, it was probably, like, the day after, texted me and was like, girl, are you following all this? (laughs) I was like, you better believe it. (laughs) OMG. It's So so scary. Like, I feel like it was, it's both of our worst nightmares, like, come to life. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of ways that I visualize dying that are bad. Being crushed in a building is definitely like crushed in any way. Okay, but wait. Like top five. Wait, wait, wait. Crushed to the point where you just are like obliterated would be fine. But that's what not for everybody. But for some people I think that's probably what the situation was. Right. And I think that would be fine. But I think it's the people who were like partially crushed and trapped. No. That would be the most agonizing and so Oof. this in some ways, okay, so part of the reason that this is, I think, is so, because this did seem to capture a lot of people's interests, 
And mm. I think part of the reason for a blip of time. For I thought for a longer period of time than I would have expected. But you're right, it's kind yeah. of past now. But I think part of the reason it did is because it was reminiscent of the Twin Tower collapse. Yeah. Of 9-11. Totally. And I think that looms very large in our national consciousness. And so I think there was more interest than would be expected because of that. And I think compared to 9-11, this would be way better. A way better way to go. Oh, 100%. most of the people were asleep. Yeah. When it happened. I'm like, perfect. You don't oh even my God. fucking know. No. And you're not having to deal with, like, fire and, like... The choice between, like, fire and jumping out the window. Oh, dude. That actually, 9-11 is, like, the worst case scenario. So, and we've talked about, not on air, but privately, we've talked about doing 9-11 as a topic, which feels, like, too heavy, probably. But I have a lot to say about the Twin Tower collapse. Like, so much. I mean, I feel like it would have to be, like, a 20-part Oh, series. Well, and, I mean, so many really well done things have been done yeah. about 9-11. Clearly, that's not what this would be Right, like, who the hell wants to listen to like, our podcast <laughs> just, about just, like, it. wander around <laughs> and talk about it. But, yes. Yeah. So, anyway. Anyway. Yikes. So, what what was... What did, what was... What did you first read about this? Or what was your first exposure to the Surfside Condo class? Huh. Um... God. Oh my God. Girl, I don't even know. I think it was just like, honestly, I think I was like doing my morning poo and I opened up CNN to see what doom articles I could find that day. Um, That was for a period of time this summer. One of my like morning duties was to look at what clickbait CNN um, had for the day. Uh And um, yeah, I just remember being like, holy shit, a fucking entire condo collapsed. And I thought, okay, like, my whole thing early on was that, like, oh, because, like, again, I think this is, like, a problem with, like, Americans in particular. I mean, humans in general, but Americans in particular, where it's, like, oh, like, nothing awful really happens. Right, and so it's, like, I'm, like, I I was convinced that, like, oh, they're just going to, like, find all the people or like find a you know several people like there's probably going to be some death and you know like for many days in the beginning there were like four confirmed dead four confirmed dead and I was like it'll probably just be like you know under 10 um and then it just like got more and more dire as the reports came out and I was like ooh, and then it became so horrifying and loomed so large for me what about for you um, I read about it in the New York Times and same thing. It was like, cause you read the headline, like condo collapse. It was like, okay. And then it was like, yeah, like two confirmed dead, but then it was like 150 missing. And I was like, Ooh, Ooh. that's a lot of people. Like, okay. Like we'll see. And then I saw pictures of the, like what the building actually looked like. I'm like, Oh, they're not going to find fucking anybody in yeah. there. Like it was bad. I mean, it was like 9-11. I yeah. Mean, that's how pancake the building was like there was just it it seemed highly unlikely that anybody would have survived that yeah girl I remember (laughs) I don't know where I saw I think I saw the like there was like surveillance video this was when we were in our information gathering mode and there was that that surveillance camera from like a building nearby that Uh like had just come out and I saw it on like some local thing and 
like I was I remember talking to you about it and you're like oh, send it to me where is that and we were just I like I just felt like there was this frenzy of like information and a lot of like sharing like oh look at this one look at this one I and know. girl the articles you sent to me were so fucking horrifying I cannot wait to talk about them they're the they're the worst oh so spooky Oh, oh God, yeah. So many spooky things happening and so many agonizing, horrible things. Yeah. So I think I may be permanently traumatized from some of the things. Oh, no, it's it's bad. Yeah, so... <sighs> um, okay, so it's hard to... We can talk a little bit about the facts and putting that in air quotes because we don't actually really know what happened. Right. Yeah, there's some theories. Right. When I sent you the... I don't know if you read that Washington Post article. That I, I did Or no, not- Miami Herald. No, I got ill after the first thing that I watched, and then I was like, I can't do this. I was too depressed earlier. Too depressed. Yeah. Well, the Miami Herald has been following this extensively, and they had a really long article all about the sort of structural deficiencies of the building. Oh, shit. No, I did read that one. That was a really interesting article. The yeah. one that, like, had all the, like, um, it would ha- it had, like, all the diagrams and shit. Yeah. yeah, I did read that one. That one was yeah. super interesting. That one was good. So, anyways, like, it's hard to... We can't really for sure say, like, what happened. And my knowledge of, like, engineering is not good enough to probably really understand or explain what was going on. Right. What they think was going on. No. Um, but, yeah, so, basically, like, I think police got a report. Like, somebody called the police and said a building or the parking garage had collapsed. Like, I think that was the first report that they got. Yeah. And so police went and they were like, oh, shit, like half this building or more than half of this building is fucking like gone. Yeah. Like collapsed. So they got there and the building, which was sort of, it wasn't exactly, it's almost like a, it wasn't an L shape, but it was, it was almost like an H sort of. Like an H with one of the parts missing kind of, right? It's sort of. Or like more of a U. It's not a U though. Cause it's like one, I don't know what you would call that shape like a sideways z or a sideways s <laughs> there's there's just multiple parts and wings and we're not doing a good job explaining it there's like three major wings there's though. three major wings yeah. there's, there's a center part that was the biggest and then there was um sort of uh what an east and west yeah it must have been an east and west wing but they're not symmetrical like they're offset yeah um like an n yeah and ish. I guess a sideways Z is kind of an N. Wow. <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> so, yeah, so the police show up and the, the, the side of the building that was closest to the sidewalk was still standing, but the whole rest of it had, <sighs> had collapsed. And so they had to rescue people who were in the still standing part of the building, which included like apartments or condos that had been like cut in half. Which is pretty horrifying. So, like, some of those, like, and the bedroom parts of all those apartments were on the side that fell. So, so people who survived were people who just, like, happened to be awake at 1 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it says that um, 35 were rescued from the uncollapsed portion of the building, which does not seem like that many. Oh, my God. But I think almost everybody who lived in the uncollapsed portion of the building survived. Um, But... I should backtrack a little bit. So, like, around 1 in the morning or, like, one fifteen, like, somebody was awake and heard a banging noise that was so loud 
that Were there multiple people that there were There may awake? have been multiple people, but there's yeah. definitely one one person who, like, it was, like, so loud, they were like, what the fuck? And, like, went down to the security guard yeah. to report it. And that's when they realized that the building was collapsing and, like, all they all had to, like, run out of the building. So I think that might have been, like, the closest, like... Wait, escape. so, like, they made it out. Like, yeah. they... Oh, shit. So they all survived. But, like, so... Anyway, I guess I'm, I'm probably getting, like, ahead of myself. But I guess, like, the fact that there was, like, sounds that were happening before the building collapsed, like, allowed some people to get out of it. <sighs> but anyway, so when the cops showed up, like, the building had, like, or two parts of the building God. had pancaked down completely <gasps> on top of each other. Oh, um, And they rescued a teenage boy pretty close to when the collapse had happened like within a couple of hours yeah they pulled him out and i think he was the only survivor that was pulled yeah his out of the mom middle. also was pulled out but died but she died at the hospital yeah and so then for days after it was all of this recovery work and then like the, the toll the death toll would go up in the newspaper every day um for a while there was like nothing though for like I know. many days, it was like. Well, then there was like a hurricane in the middle oh, of yeah, recovery, right. and then they had to like they had to bring down the remaining portion of the building because it was unstable, and so yeah, there was a lot of like I think impediments to getting, to finding people in the in the structure. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh my god. So yeah, so that's kind of like the event. Um, <gasps> So, okay, do you want to, should we talk about, like, we talked about the building a little bit. Okay. Which so, is kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, so it's a, like, how many, how many um, units were there? Is it like 130? It was a quite a few. Six units, was, 132 units. It was 13 stories, I believe. Yeah. With a penthouse on the top floor. Ooh, fancy. Did the person in the penthouse survive? Were they there? I don't remember if they were there or not. The Washington Post, I, I'll have to link it, but they have a really good, they were doing really excellent coverage, actually. Yeah. And they went, like, floor by floor and, oh. like, showed, like, who was in the building, like, who had been recovered at that time. And then there was a bunch of apartments where, or condos where people weren't there. Yeah. Like, were out of town. So I don't remember if the, if the penthouse was in. Whoa, that's crazy. So, um, okay, yeah. So... All three. So there were three L-shaped structures. They call them L-shaped. I know. I if think you look at them, they don't. They, they don't, don't really look L-shaped. L-shaped but okay. um, it was built in 1981, and it's called Ch- um, Champlain Champlain Towers South South. And it has, and this is what I think the first creepy aspect of this. It has a twin Ooh. building. There's <gasps> Champlain Towers North, which is like two buildings up. So it's not right next door, but it's like a couple buildings up. The street. Wait, so it's like, okay, even though this is like three buildings, kind of? It's one building. It just has three sections to it. But it's like, it looks, okay. But so there's a, there's a mirror of that building? Yes. <gasps> and it, yeah, and it was built, Ooh. I think, the following year. Ooh. Maybe it's the same year. I've See, this is the problem with that and the facts. But there's, yeah, Champlain Towers North. So if you look on Google Maps, if you go to like... Now you can't see it, but if you go to like the historical view, you can you can see these two buildings. And I don't know if when they were built, there was nothing in between. That's probably how it was. Ooh. And now there's at least one building between them. But so I think that's interesting because it very much 
mirrors the Twin Towers. So they have these twin buildings. Yeah. And, Ooh, and if I those... lived in that other one, yeah, I would I'd be like, fucking um, freaked out. I'm gone. Yeah. No, that's crazy. Um, so it sounds just like these developers did a fucking shitty job. Yeah. yeah. As apparently was typical in Miami in the, the 70s 80s. and 80s. Yeah. Like, just like fucking no regulations, you know, no oversight, just whatever happened. Yeah. Ooh, listen to this. The project was the first new construction in Surfside following a moratorium on new development imposed by Miami-Dade County due to water and sewer infrastructure problems in the 1970s. Oh. Hmm. So they were like, um, you guys, this is fucked. Hold off on building. (laughs) Okay, we kind of got it less fucked. You can start building. You can start building. And they were just like, we're going to keep doing shit the way we did. (laughs) It's still going to be fucked. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, and then these are... I, and everyone, I'm sure, has been in these this style of building. So they're concrete. They're super ugly. And they have that situation where the parking garage, you know, is underneath the first floor. Oh, yeah. And so I've been in so many buildings like this where there's just, like, you can feel that there's ridiculous amounts of concrete above you. Yeah. And then there's these little tiny columns. Like pillars below you. Just, like, all yeah. over the parking lot. Apparently yeah. holding up the entire thing. And Ooh. it never feels good yeah like i always feel like that in parking garages like there's a couple like oh my god this thing is definitely gonna collapse like there's no way that this is stable yeah like how that just seems like the worst idea ever it it, and clearly it it is sometimes and so this like i've been in so many buildings that look like this building so it doesn't surprise me that it was this style of building that Mm. that ended up being unstable God. Uh, yeah. And I I don't have the name of like the developer or anything offhand. He's dead though. Um, it looks like Ooh. Okay. Um, led by the Canadian property developer oh, yeah. Nathan Ryber. Yeah. He, oh, he was Polish born. Yeah. Totally. Interesting. Wow. Oh, he did. When did he die? 2014? Yeah. 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 So we can't, no way to pin it on him necessarily. Hmm. Um. Wow. So, um, yeah. So there were 136 units. Um, right? Yeah. Is that the total number? Yeah. 12 stories in a penthouse. Which, bad luck, dude. 13 stories. And that was added later. That was added after the the plans were complete. Yeah. So they added also an extra floor on top of what they had been planning for the support structures. Not good. And this building was ugly as fuck. So that was one of my favorite things. Like, okay, not favorite things. That sounds really gross. So something that I was very interested in doing after this happened was looking up like real estate listings oh, um, in that building, like following the collapse. And it was very shocking to see what they looked like. Oh my God. It was like very Miami. It looked like something like an old person would live in, in Miami. Yeah. And they're condos. And so each one was kind of had, you know, been personalized by the person who had lived there, but yeah. like tons of marble. Yeah. Oh yeah. So much tons marble. Tons of wrought iron. Oh, so much wrought iron. Oh my God. The balconies. Oh, oh. And, like, lots of, like, gold 
things. And yeah, it it's yeah. And I unless Redfin has taken them down, you can go and there's I mean there's dozens of listings of cars. There's so many condos in that building. You can take yeah. a peek at that. So that was kind of creepy. I was like, oh my god, that's that's destroyed now. It was. Really I know weird. It, it is weird, and and I don't know. I kind of I want to do some kind of study on people have done this before, but like how the internet sort of um, <gasps> like continues trauma yeah. or something. Yeah. Or right, like okay, because sometimes, like, like okay, sometimes. Um, I'm not on Facebook, obviously, but, like, my grandpa, who died in 2014, like, had a Facebook page. Oh, and it's, still, it's still there? Yeah, and it still will, like, apparently be, like, reconnect with Robert to people oh, in my family. Man. And it's, like, yeah, you know, like, that is horrifying. Yeah. Like, the internet has not figured out how to deal with death or anything like that. And I'm not – maybe it doesn't have to. I mean – I don't think it's bad to have Redfin listings from a building that's not there anymore. Yeah. Like, if there's something wrong with that, really. But it's interesting. I, I wonder if that's going to continue or if gonna, that's going to be seen as being in bad taste. Or right. Like, is know. it, like, the same as, like, posting pictures of dead bodies? But it's not. I mean, it just isn't. Yeah. It's a real estate listing from just from a building that's not there anymore. But, yeah. I, but people have strange reactions to stuff, so I don't know. Um, the building was, it seems like it had, I mean, Miami, so it had an older, you know, population, population. although not entirely, but yeah. it definitely a lot. And then a large Jewish population yeah. also, you know, Miami. Right. Um, so yeah, so this was like a, a hard blow for the Jewish community. I don't know, like, I don't know the, I don't know the names or the numbers of like who died. I think it was, is it 98 people who 98 are confirmed. And then it looks like, um, because Israel ended up offering like resources to the victims um, of the collapse. And it looks, it says here that at least 35 of the missing were Jewish. Oh, okay. That's yeah. less than I thought. Well, a third. That's, yeah. I yeah. Guess so. That's a lot. Um, this is crazy. They fell in less than 12 seconds. The building collapsed in less than 12 seconds. Oh, I know. So, um, okay. So maybe we could talk about like, um, the sort of the documentary evidence that we have about the night because yes. the, the, oh yes. the footage of the building falling is one of is one of them. So people trying to kind of piece together like what, what the fuck happened? happened here. So the first thing that I'm aware of is that there was a woman who Ugh. I believe is on the fourth floor. She was on her balcony talking to her husband and her balcony overlooked the pool. So that's something we didn't talk about but this condominium had a pool like I think most buildings do in Miami and it was on top of the parking garage so there was parking garage you know concrete slab with a pool in the slab and then and that's also where the entrance was right like the pool and the entrance were on the same they were on the same side yeah but on the same like level yeah 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 um and so this woman's balcony overlooked the pool and she was on the phone with her husband and she was like oh my god the pool just caved in and wasn't he like on a business trip somewhere else yeah so he was out of town and she and he was like she was explaining like what she was seeing and then she screamed and the phone went dead (gasps) so that's the first thing we hear is that the pool is caving in so the second thing i'm aware of is that a guy i can't remember his name but he posted this on twitter which is so weird that's like where we're getting like now. Right, just, I like, know. People on Twitter, Ugh. but he was walking by the condos, 
and noticed that there was water pouring into the parking garage. So he Oh, what? I have not heard this. Yeah, so he filmed it. <gasps> it's not a very long video. It's like maybe 10 seconds. But you can you're looking like into the entrance of the parking garage and there's, you know, like a barred gate. Oh, so that's the pool water. Yeah. Oh. And so there's water like gushing into into the parking garage and he's just like filming it and he's in the background he's speaking in Spanish so I'm not sure what he's saying um, and then the video just like cuts out so like you don't see anything else happen with the wow. building so we know that the, the pool something happened with the pool we know that there was water like gushing into the parking garage oh my god and then there's also a video that somebody posted on Twitter that was from like their security footage so they also were out of town but they had um, security camera like set up in their living room this actually might be the scariest one. And it's like, you know, looking out on like the kitchen or something and you see like dust start to fall from the ceiling. What? Wait, then, someone inside the building. It was a camera inside the building. The person wasn't in there. Right. Oh, shit. And then you see like the dust like start to fall like harder and then you see it like start to shake. <gasps> I have not seen this video. Oh, I gotta send it to you. This one's good. And then the camera goes black. Oh my God. But there was clearly like some amount of build up to the collapse like it wasn't like all of a sudden out of nowhere i mean if people were able to get out but like yeah 12 seconds is not very long no but i think they're like the person who heard the noises and like went down to complain about them so clearly there was like loud noises before the actual collapse yeah Yeah. and there was enough time to hear the noises and get downstairs oh my god and i know other people heard those noises too like it wasn't just that one person so there was clearly like some amount of loud noises and then the collapse. And then if you want to talk about the security footage from oh. the building next door of the collapse. Yeah. Okay. So this, girl, like this video, I was like very, I like, I like got all conspiracy theorist about this video at first. So, okay. You're looking, it's like from, it looks like you're almost like looking across a field or something. It's from the building next door that's new, I think. Weird. So you're. Yeah. It looks like there's like something in between. It almost looks like. I don't I know. know. It I does. don't like remember it, it very well, but yeah, yeah. So, so it's looking straight on though at the building, and like, okay, the part that like stays up is to the farthest left in the frame, mm-hmm. and then there's like the center, and then like the other section, obviously. So, like the first thing you see, and like this is where I got all conspiracy theorist on like the top floor. It looks like there's a sky bridge or something there. You can like see these lights, and these lights like flash, and then it like goes down and then like a couple of seconds later then the part that's left standing on the right hand side just like falls but it I mean it is like a straight up like boom 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 all of the middle falls and then like a couple of seconds later that other section falls um and it is like so fucked up and so shocking it's like demolished in a second yeah it looks like a building down yeah, like a that's straight exactly up what controlled it looks like. demolition. Yeah. Which is of course is what people said about 9-11 too. Right. Which leads me to believe that buildings falling in that manner must not be unusual. Right. And I think like, okay, the flashing light thing, I mean, obviously now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, oh dear, like the power probably was like going out yeah. kind of thing. It was like arcing or whatever. Um, but I was like, oh my god, did someone set a bomb? Although if they set a bomb, it wouldn't fall like that either like no it it was like it was clearly there was something wrong from below yeah because it just like it was just like everything just went right down yeah Yeah. it's 
it's yeah it's wild oh my god do you want to talk about the body cam footage i don't <laughs> we just watched this today oh my god and we both were so disturbed by it we got like a minute into it maybe well okay mm. okay so there's actually this this and we should post this on mydarkhour.net. But there's a really, this guy is like, I'm like, dang guy, like, giving us a run for our money. Like, he is straight up doing, like, intense ass analysis of, like, oh, hella yeah. data. Yes, I'm like, he, whoa. He and he's, he, like, made all these little diagrams. And, like, I was like, dang, this guy is, like, thorough. Um, and then he's like, okay, let's, like, watch this body cam footage. And so it's this, like, police officer running up. And, like, the the eave in the front has, like, fallen down, and everything's, like, dark. There's, like, all kinds of dust in the air. And he's, like, it's, like, cobblestone. And you can see, like, where the garage is that's, like, down below where he, where he is. So you can see all these cars parked there, and there's, like, the security guard and, like, a woman who was, like, injured in this car or something from this collapse... Then he goes and runs down this other section, and then you start to hear the screaming. And it was so horrifying. Normally that stuff doesn't, well, I think at a time in my life it didn't bother me. Um, I know, the older you get, like, the harder yeah. it is to deal with this shit. Seriously, it's and, like, bad. I was, I heard it, and, like, I instantly got nauseous. I was like, I'm going to vomit. And I had to turn it off. Like, I've not had that reaction to something ever. And it was, I mean, it was, like, the most agonizing. It was, like, injured screams. It wasn't just, like, hey, help me. I'm, like. Was it, like, station fire screams? Yes. Oh, God. So, like, and I don't know what happened to those people. It was definitely a part of the building that was actually, like, collapsed. Uh, So, I don't know. But. Yeah. And I think. The media footage, probably justifiably, is not going to, like, give us these details. Right. Like, I definitely remember that about 9-11, that the, the, media fo- the media coverage at the time was very, like, oh, my God, rah, rah, America, yeah, cause, our brave, you know, first responders, yeah. and all that stuff. Because, do, wait, do you remember when they they had, like, video footage of, like, firefighters, and you could hear... The bodies hitting the... Yeah, yeah. and it was... It, like, became... It was, like, once that came out, there was, like, so much outcry about that, how inappropriate it was. So they were... I think they learned a real lesson in covering that, that it's, like, you can show a certain amount, right? Like, you can show these people, like, doing their job, but once you, like, get a glimpse of the actual suffering that's happening, it's, like, too much. People don't want... It becomes too uncomfortable. And I... Yes, and I, I honestly feel like that's a really interesting reaction given the internet and how literally anything is available. It's like, yeah, I don't know. So I think it's weird when people get sort of squeamish about news coverage, but, um, but yeah, but so like the stuff about the, the sort of, um, uh, gorier details about 9-11 did not come out until later. Yeah. And I only read about some of the, really, it was only reading. I never saw real pictures or anything. And right. it was definitely, like, people writing their experiences. Um, so I'm wondering if that's what's going to happen here. That we're not going to hear about anything, really, until years later. 
part. I don't know because like I don't know if this is something that will continue to capture people's imagination. I mean, certainly not in the way that 9-11 Right. Is. But I imagine a book will come out at some point. Oh, I'm sure. Maybe a documentary. Oh, because there's money to be made from any tragedy. Because but... this is, they thought it was going to be number one, but it's number three of the worst or the most deadly building collapses in U.S. history, which is really interesting. Oh, I can't, no. I don't even actually know number two. Number one, I do know, but. What was number one? There was a collapse in a hotel in, oh God, Kansas City or St. Louis in uh, 1980. Is this the Hyatt Regency walkway yes. collapse? Yes. What year was it? Uh, let's see. It was uh, nineteen eighty one. Oh, eighty one. Okay, so when the Champlain Towers was built, which whoa. Is kind of interesting. And is it Kansas City or is it St. Louis? Uh, Kansas, Kansas City. City. Yep. Yeah. Um, and that's that's actually kind of interesting too, because these are all. It seems like engineering failures. Mm. So not like terrorism or anything like that. Like it's just straight up like they just built stuff wrong. Wait, so what happened in that one? Which is funny, because the Hyatt Regency was brand new. Yeah. Happened. It was something that they had built, um, these these uh, elevated walkways over the like lobby, uh-huh. and there was th- three or four of them, and they were all like, and it was like two le- two levels were kind of on, like, on top of each other, and then there was like a third that was kind of offset. Yeah. And the, I think it was the top layer, or the top um, elevated walkway, they had used... I don't remember. I my details are gonna be wrong. They used bolts that were basically not strong enough to support the weight of this structure, oh and so it God. was like the build, the hotel was brand new, like it was its grand <sighs> opening, and people were up on this walkway, and it collapsed and fell on top of the walkway below it, <gasps> and then onto the lobby with like oh, all those people underneath shit. it. Shit, fucked. But yeah, shit like that, like you never hear about. Oh my god! And that was, I imagine, a big deal when it happened. How many people died? Uh, it looks like there were a hundred and forty-six who died, and two hundred. No, sorry, a hundred and fourteen died, and two hundred and sixteen yeah. were injured. Um. Wow. And like, okay, so there was a there was a um, a shopping mall collapse in Seoul. Oh. Dude. When was that? What year was oh, that? God, 95, I think. I was going to say, I feel like I remember that. I totally don't remember it, but I read about it recently. That's fucking interesting. <gasps> but, like, so many people died in that. Like, 500 or something. I mean, like, a crazy what? number of people. And, like, because it didn't happen here, we don't talk about it. Yeah. But that shit's fucking wild. Ooh. And it's all, and almost all of these are just, like, engineering fuck-ups. Like, oh they just God. don't build the buildings well enough. <gasps> and so they end up falling apart. Holy shit. Um, so, we, should we attempt to get into, like, why people think that this happened, if we can, like... <laughs> no. I don't I don't think we care about that. I, honestly, we need to talk about, like, the stories from this shit. I can only think of one. Oh, my God. No, I can think of two. Okay. Really intense ones. Okay, go. Go first. Holy shit. Wait, actually, I'm going to save this one for you. You should talk about the one with the... No, with the woman. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the one with the bone. What? Okay, I'll talk about the one with the woman. You can talk about <laughs> the Because I feel like you know the one about the woman better. No, I don't. I know the phone one way better. Okay, anyway. Carrie shared both of these stories with me, and they both fucked me up 
so bad. In addition to the body cam footage. I'm sorry. Girl, you are just fucking me I up. I am fucking hardcore. you up bad. Anyway, okay, so. We need to start doing podcasts about kittens rainbows oh. <laughs> just like happy things yeah inspirational sayings girl you know, just chicken soup for the soul oh my god i think i could probably get like i don't know maybe two minutes into that podcast <laughs> anyway um okay holy shit you guys this story is horrible and this is like my honest to god worst nightmare so at the start of the collab like when they were like a couple days into the um, to the rescue efforts, they were communicating with a woman who was like calling for help. They were able to talk with her. She was behind like this giant slab of concrete though. So they couldn't get to her right away. And she like let them know that her and her parents were both stuck in the rubble. Um, and they like worked so hard. So this was like in an article and it was one of the first responders that were, that was telling this story. And um, they, when they finally got to her, she was dead. Which is, that's my nightmare right there. Oh, God. Like, calling, waiting for help, and being like, hey, is it going to happen? Probably crushed under something. You can't fucking move. You're yeah. terrified. Yep. And then you actually die. And you just die. Even though you've, like, you are that close. You're, like, a block away from... I mean, it's a giant concrete block, but, like... And that came from, like, a local, like, uh, like TV affiliate in Miami. Oh, my God. And that's the kind of shit the TV affiliates. Right. Exactly. Like, they, like the Como, the Como News Whores of the oh world. Oh, my God. They're the ones that give you, like, the fucking gory stories. Girl, Como, they're... Okay, Brad that's our, Good. Just, by the way, that's our ABC affiliate in Seattle. Okay, but, which, are, which is owned by Sinclair. Like, totally. I had to quit supporting them. I used to watch exclusively I, Como. I still love Como. Girl, <laughs> I cannot support Sinclair because that shit is like some Nazi level shit. But okay, like there was this broadcaster, Brad Good, who I saw downtown one time. But like this guy, okay, they, so they would only report on like just the most fucked up shit that was happening in the city. It's all child abuse, all crime, oh, all homelessness. Oh. And it's like... And yeah. like the, they would just give the goriest details. And it was amazing because Brad Good would start talking about it and like He'd like start off really professional, but then you could like almost see the excitement. See the, see the build. Yeah, and he's just like, starting. Yeah, as he was like yeah. giving like the goriest details, and it was like there was it, that like did something to me. I would just like watch it and be like, "Holy shit, what's going on?" Like, girl, Bradgo was all about that. Oh, those yeah. gory details. He had found his home. Mm-hmm. It would be like if I were a newscaster. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, like, you guys, oh my god. Except no, you'd be crying. Like, you would not be like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, but I mean, like, okay, we, like, also really talk about, like, a lot of horrifying things. I'm like, oh my god. It, that's what I would be like. Okay, but in, in our defense, I don't think we argue that any of this shit is awesome. Ever. Oh my god. No, Ever. it's actually we like talk about it because it's horrifying. Yeah, if it was and like awesome, it's so sad. No, it's awful. It's yeah. depressing and terrible. And like, why do we do that? I think I maybe just I like I mean, duh. I'm obviously very clinically depressed, but maybe there's a part of me that just like loves being depressed. Well, I mean, clearly, I think you have psychological problems. Clearly, 
Madonna. Um, oh my god, this podcast just got really real. Oh my god. Oh my god. But I mean, there's all of these studies about why are women so, you know, obsessed with, and this isn't even fucking true crime anymore. I mean, we've moved on to all kinds of other yeah. fucked up things. Right. But there is a draw that I I can't explain. It's not just about, oh, I'm depressed. Because this doesn't make me depressed. No, but I think it, like, fuels my sense of, like, like, okay, I think about this all the time. Like, okay, right now the air is just, like, so smoky. And I'm, like, oh, apocalypse. Like, I feel so apocalyptic. And then I'm, like, like, I, it's, like, I almost do, th- like, I look at more things and research more things that are, like, even worse. It's just, like, proving the fact that, like, everything is bad, you know? I think that's human, though. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I think we have been obsessed with the apocalypse ever forever. since. I mean, forever. Ever yeah. since humans have existed. So I think there must be something in our psyche that that appeals to. Hmm. I don't know what exactly, because it definitely freaks me out. But when this happened, I think it was like two. When the condo collapse happened, we in Seattle were in the grips of like the worst heat wave of all time. The yeah. worst heat wave we've ever had here. Yeah. I mean, in recorded history. And so there was this like, <sighs> there was this weird mix of the heat wave and this, and this event. That it was, was just so like, bad. It was like, there were, the universe was like sending ooh, off real bad vibes. Real bad vibes. And, but there was something intoxicating about that. Not in yeah. a good way, but I mean, there was something, it was heady. Yeah. We talked about that a lot. We did. And actually, I, I don't think things have righted themselves. No. Oh, I no. think we're on we're spinning off a little bit. Yeah, no. This this summer has been jacked yeah. in all kinds of ways. And this, to me, was the beginning of that. Like, this event was the beginning yeah. of this feeling of things are really fucked right now. Oh, my God. I think that's also when we got the fucking dog. Is it? I thought it was because of the dog. We got a new dog. Ugh. It's a bad situation. No, sometimes sometimes pets are bad situations. It's it's not because the pet's bad. It's just you know because it's a it's a really cute puppy. But I know she's so, like kind of, she's like kind of a good girl. Anyway, no, she is. But but I think that is it's, it's the universe, girl. The universe actually just spun off in a bad direction, and all of those things just coincided. Oh my god! I know it's it's fucked actually. Okay. Oh my god. So second story, which is. This story is unreal because it is a literal Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. And on top of that, you would think this came from Como News 4. Yeah. No, no. This comes from the fucking Washington Post. This okay. is like a legit like news story. This is my favorite story of the whole thing. It's amazing, actually. So, Guy, his parents live in Champlain Tower South. They're, in the, they're missing. So this was before all the bodies had been found. So... He knows the building has collapsed. He knows his parents are missing. His parents had a landline. I don't remember how many days after the collapse, but he starts getting phone calls from his parents' landline. Multiple calls. And he will pick up the phone. And there's just, like, clearly, like, something on the other end. Like, there's, it's not, like, a dial tone or anything like that. It's, like, like, like just, like, like static or sound. silence. Yeah. But, like, that sound of, like, somebody sitting there on the other end of the phone. And he says that they got, like, over 20 phone calls from this landline. They tried to call the, they tried to call the number back. 
and I think didn't didn't one time it got picked up. I don't remember. I feel like a, like at least one of the times that they called back, it like got picked up, but then like no, there was nothing there. Oh like nobody said God. anything. So they were like, "What the fuck?" And they're thinking, "Are our parents like trapped in their bedroom?" Because I guess this phone had been next to their bed. Like, are they like trapped in their bedroom, like trying to signal us? But if so, why aren't they saying anything? So. The Washington Post, like, reached out to, I can't, somebody who was an, like, electronics expert or somebody who understood the way, like, analog telephones work. And they they were basically, like, it would be almost impossible for this to be, like, a, a, a fuck up. Yeah. Like, an electronic fuck up. Yeah. Like, this is highly unusual. Like, they said it would literally have to be, like, a piece of debris that was, like, able to push, like, exactly on this, like, right button or something yeah repeatedly yeah but then makes zero sense but then also have the line like stay open yeah like you know what i mean like there was a lot about this that was like really fucked up and weird and the article even like kind of goes into like is this supernatural like what's happening right now yeah um because of course this guy's parents like turned out to be dead i mean they, they did not survive although i mean i suppose it's possible i suppose that they had been alive at this time i don't know um but there was a Twilight Zone episode that was very famous that was like so similar to this. And it was, I think it was, I think it was a guy who kept getting like random phone calls of, and I can't remember the whole story, but it was Girl, like. Girl, I'm getting hella scared. No, it's freaky. Like he kept. Oh my getting, God, we're outside right now. And I'm like very <laughs> scared right now. It's so scary. But yeah, the Twilight Zone episode, he keeps getting phone calls and then the like. From somebody who had died. And then, like, the very, like, final scene of the show is, like, the telephone wire has fallen down and is, like, on top of the grave of the person who is, who is dead, who is calling. So, anyway, there there were elements of this that were very, that were very spooky. Yeah, and it's interesting how, you know, like, supernatural stories, like, come out of it that quickly, too. Oh, this was within, within a week. Yeah. I mean, it was real. And I read, actually, the Washington Post was a little bit later, but the first time I read about this was, like, three days Yeah, after the collapse. So they were getting phone calls, like, pretty quickly after it had happened. Oh, my God. Which would be so fucked. Oh, my God. Your parents are missing, presumed dead, and you're getting phone calls from them Mm-mm. repeatedly. Like, that Mm-mm. would just be so scary. Oh, my God. I don't fucking know what to say about that. It's so scary. Holy shit. So, as the days went on, they, like, then it started to get, like, where they were finding more and more and more bodies each day. Oh, yeah. And then it was, like, crazy. Then it would be, like, 20 bodies today. So, I don't know why it happened and why it sped up so much. Maybe because they weren't worried about finding anybody alive anymore so they could, like, move more quickly. Maybe. I I don't know. Huh. Yeah. So, now the entire site, I think, is clear. It is. Yeah, it's like it's like they like got everything out. Um, and okay, so here's here's always the question forever and ever and ever for me: when anything fucks fucked up happens in a location, what do you do with that location? The, to me, obsessed with it, obsessed because which is actually I love the nine eleven memorial because they took the footprints of the original building mm-hmm. and did those like awesome reflecting pools. Yeah. Like, that's perfect. No, that's what I was saying is like the only thing that you can almost do is put some kind of like memorial there. Like it's not, you, you can't, you can never redevelop 
leaving it blank seems like it's not enough. I know. But this is like prime beachfront property. There's no way they're not going to redevelop it. You know, I know, I know they're going to. They're, it would be... Girl, how are you going to redevelop that, though? I just... I bet you they are. It's it's such a big site. Ugh. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know, girl. I bet you they put up some kind of memorial. They'd have to. They have to have something there. I wonder. They'd have to. But only for a certain amount of time. You know what I mean? Because after a certain amount of years have gone by, it doesn't matter anymore. What do you mean? Like, um, oh God, where is it? The the worst fire in U.S. history was like the Coconut Grove Club. Oh, really? Yeah, which I think was Where in, is that? I think it was in Boston. Okay. I'm look it up real quick so I'm not like a total idiot. Yeah. I'm pretty, I feel right. It was in the East Coast. It was in the 40s. And it was fucking bananas definitely read about the coconut grove fire um but there's like there's like nothing i mean there's like a little plaque there now really like commemorating that's what i mean it's like once a certain amount of time goes by like they, people don't fucking give a shit like it's only like i think within like 30 years yeah um deadliest nightclub fire in history and second deadliest single building fire in american history 492 lives that's what i'm saying like that's a that was in one club oh my god and it was in boston it was 1942 but yeah now but like they've totally rebuilt over that and there's just like a little plaque there now so anyway i yeah i mean i guess like when you're far enough out from it yeah because like right like 9-11 that is something that will endure through history but like the Surfside condo won't. You're right. So, yeah. So, I'd be shocked if they took, like, prime beach real estate and, and used it for a memorial. It'd be cool if they did, but oh I don't God. think they will. Gross. And then, like, how weird you would feel. But I think about that, like, now with, like, the, um, you know, that massacre in Seattle. The one on Capitol Hill? No, the one... The Wami? Yeah, the Wami massacre. Oh, that was so forgotten. I know, but that's like... So I think about that now because it's like apartments or condos or whatever that are there now. Is that what they put there? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. And of course, because condos go everywhere in Seattle because everyone else is fucking do? moving here. Like, stay where stop, you are, yeah, please. Stop fucking moving here. It's so annoying. Like, Great. everything is getting ruined anyway. um, So, yeah. So now there's like like apartments or something that are there condos you know that they're not that you apartments. Know like, nobody in that building has any idea i know but that's what's so fucked because like imagine if you did know that oh my god what was that what girl i felt a bump on your body what do you mean oh it was the cat oh my god <laughs> girl i got hella scared oh my god anyway what's, okay but what's interesting is the building that the wami massacre was in um shit it burned down, which, yeah. is, which is why they ended up building condos. Um, but the the Wami the Wami Club or whatever was in. Well, it was the basement. It was underground, yeah. And it was totally. It was just there and abandoned for decades. Like so, people would go, and like you could. The, I remember this because I went there too. So the doors were chained shut, but uh-huh. you could push them open. So there was a gap, and people would go in and like take pictures. And they had just like left it the way it had. Yeah, like, there was still someone's, like, lunch there, right? Yeah. Oh, my God, that's so fucked up. So it was, like, they were, like, oh, shit, that sucks. We had a massacre here. Let's just chain the door shut. 
Like that. Like oh that's what God. they did. I, okay. I'm kidding. They probably. I think it was open for business a little bit after. But what? I think so. But at some point, after a massacre happened, I think so. but at some point they were just like, "Oh fuck it, let's just chain the door shut and not worry about it." That's oh why I love Chinatown. It's yeah. like the normal rules of Seattle do not apply there. Yeah, in terms of like real estate shit, it's just like mm. I know. Except it's encroaching, girl. No, it's so fucked. I know everything is going to be ruined here very shortly. I know it's fucking silly. You know. Um. <sighs> wow. Well, I feel okay. Like I feel like I should just briefly, briefly, briefly touch on like theories of why the building collapsed oh yeah okay so like okay so like the biggest one that i've read is that the columns that were holding up the entire building in the parking garage were too skinny and therefore did not have enough rebar in them so like the you know like the diameter of these of these columns was too far was too small and so they had to their choices were either you could pack more rebar in there which was is not good apparently like it, I don't know why, but it's not, it's not a good thing. Or you don't put enough in there, so it's is like is that the one they chose? I I don't I don't even know. But like oh they God. know that the circumference is, or I guess it's both. It was wrong. The other thing was that that pool, they're like they didn't design it correctly. So there was like there wasn't enough support for the water because I mean pools are heavy. Yeah, so heavy. Oh my and God. And it wasn't like slanted underneath to allow for drainage properly. So there was all kinds of, like, water damage under the pool. Oh, so somebody had gone in, like, two days before the collapse to, to take pictures. Because they were right. they were about to, re- they were about to like, go through some recertification process as they had to, like, do shit to the building. And so they, somebody was going through taking pictures and was like, that's fucked. And the pictures got published. And it's underneath the pool. And oh you can see, God. like, all kinds of, um like water damage and like stuff like eating through like see you know corroding of the metal and things like that it does I, to be fair it doesn't look bad enough for you're like oh that building's about to collapse like right. it doesn't look that bad um but they think that possibly when the pool caved in that what it did is it sort of like yanked all the supporting columns like mm, sideways and yeah. it's like that like destabilized the building holy shit but they don't and they're not going to know for a while. But that seems like a safe guess. Oh, my me. God. Yeah, because, I mean, like, if everything started at the pool, right? Like, it, um, it would make sense if, like, the damage that they recognized there was, like, pro- the probable culprit. And I think it's so stupid that a pool at the fucking beach would be the cause of this. It's like, you don't even need a fucking pool. I know, like, like I never go into the that. water. Girl, it's all about, like, the, you know, getting to say that you have a pool, though. Um, okay, so I just read something. Girl, there was a cat that lived on the ninth floor. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, on July 9th. So how many days later is that? Ten? No, girl. That's, well, like... No, no, you write more. It's, like, like 15? 15 days later. A cat who lived with the Gonzalez family on the ninth floor was found alive. Oh my god. Yeah. Dude, animals. They just like figure that shit out. Yeah. It's it is wild. Whoa. Oh my god. Future of the site. Oh oh what is this? So by July seventh, with the emergency response only just transitioning from rescue to recovery, discussions were already underway about the future use of this site. Some called for it to become a memorial park rather than redeveloped for housing. 
On July 14th, Miami-Dade Circuit Judge Michael Hansman approved the sale of the property to developers <laughs> on the condition <laughs> that proceeds are to benefit the victims and their families. See, see it's going to be some new sparkling wow. fucking condo tower. What the fuck? Of course, it's fucking Florida. Girl, it's, dude, it's like, also though, just because like we're like so capitalist like everyone just has to make money that's why honestly like also climate change is so bad like and everyone's like climate pledge like fuck you amazon you're like the worst like wait wait, what's a climate oh you haven't seen this shit like amazon's like oh businesses need to stand up and like protect the climate we got to turn things around like bitch it's already too far gone and you motherfucking jeff bezos in your stupid ass fucking rocket did this motherfucker I know. Or not did it, but contributed to it anyway. Going to space. Oh. That stupid bitch. Imagine how much fuel you have to burn going to space. I hate that guy. Oh, he's the worst. He's, like, the worst. Like, seriously, I don't even know. Like, we need to have a motherfucking French-ass revolution. And Jeff Bezos needs to be the first. Except, where did the French Revolution go? That's fucking Napoleon. Like, it doesn't work. Like, it doesn't matter what we do. None of it works. It doesn't matter. I know. Just give up and become Nautilus. That's the only thing that makes any sense. I know. You're right. Um, okay, but hold on. So just diverging from climate change for a minute. Speaking of future uses of sites, well, sort of. Okay, so, okay, Gary Ridgway's house. We talk about his house weekly. Oh, yeah. Like, constantly. Yes. And I drive by all the time and I'm I, same I, think I it, actually take people there also oh we do it becomes like a oh, you guys want to go see the Green River Killer's house I know um which is very Weird. very tasteless I, I guess sorry um but it's just like you know we live here and it's close and it's, yeah and it's a thing so I'm looking on Google Maps because <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing a lot of research and I was looking at old atlases and so I was like trying to figure anyway I can't remember what I was doing but I was like oh I gotta go, go to Google Maps so I type in Gary Ridgway's old house's address, <laughs> and on Google Maps, it is now listed as Gary, Gary Ridgway, Ridgway's Gary house. Ridgway's house as oh a historical marker. And I'm what like, the fuck? What the fuck? So that's interesting. I'm not opposed to it. It's just weird because there's very weird. There's nothing else anywhere around us that's like that type of historical marker. Like fucking no. Ted Bundy's apartment in district's not labeled so it's weird girl but like imagine living in that house and being like ugh. i mean i'm sure they get enough people driving by like, oh i'm sure they all do. the time but anyway. now they're gonna get a lot of people yeah but here's the question here's the question once that house goes up for sale which it's going to eventually yeah eventually what's gonna happen is it just gonna continue to be just like a single family home yeah you just think that's all. Like, there's not going to be a memorial. That's the same thing. Like, there's not going to be anything. No, girl, because it would have happened already. They have covered that shit over. But when the Green River Killer was arrested, it was the same owner as it is now. Oh, what? Yeah, that house was last sold in 1999. Oh, shit. So there's been no change of ownership since the Green River Killer. So since oh, they knew, I thought it had. I thought it had changed once. No, after that. Oh my god. Ooh. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, like I'm sure nothing will happen to it. But I think about that constantly. And then the next question is, what would be the best thing to have there? 
like what would be the most respectful to the victims yet well no i guess that's probably all maybe there's something else i don't know though because like okay i feel like i've heard or i've seen something where like neighbors were like complaining about the attention that that house got really um what was it like i feel like i saw something on tv about it i don't know what i was watching Hmm. but they were complaining about the the attention that that house got so like i don't know like maybe it's i don't know and like when no one has made an effort for like however many years like those women were considered disposable for like so long I don't know. What I think would be the best. So his house is almost this like little cul-de-sac that's shitty. Mm-hmm. Like it's shitty. It's yeah. right next to I five, and it's kind of not worth. You know, it, it's not. There's nothing really of value about it. I think the best thing to do would be eminent domain, buy up the entire street, tear down all the houses, and make a park. Really? Yeah. No way. It will never happen. Yeah. But I think it'd be cool if it did. I mean, it would be cool, but like, yeah, I don't know. That would definitely never happen. No. No. You have stuff on you. I think mosquitoes. We're outside. Girl, I am like mosquito, like, filet mignon. What? Whose blood type are you? A negative. Interesting. I know. They, like, and my mom, too. So that's interesting because she's also A negative. Like, we are, it, it, I mean, it's, like, intense. No, I've heard this, other. there's certain blood types that are oh more, God. like, appealing to mosquitoes Oof. than others. Girl, also, I get these, like, crazy big welts from them. It's insane. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. Okay, oh my well, God, well, so we, can, we can be done then. We'll edit that you're, out, get, you're, but... you're getting. Girl, so wait, are, is there anything more to add? I don't think so. I think, I think that's all I've got, at least off, off the top of my head. You guys... Don't watch the body cam footage. Do read the Washington Post coverage because it's like so thorough and interesting. It's so good. Um, and do read that article about the spooky phone calls because oh my god, holy shit! That's definitely like the the thing that has like caught my attention the most about this. I mean, obviously, like it's horrifying that like so many people died. It's awful, but like that part of it was just like oh shit. Girl, well, we'll call it done. All right. Sweet. (gasps) Thanks for listening.